Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, live with you every morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world in the morning. Tune in in the evening time tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time for the Daily Dose, hosted by Josh Reed and myself to continue reviewing the news and events of the world, the unfolding global conspiracy, communism, which is here breathing down our necks and more connecting the dots and figuring out what the heck is going on in this crazy world as world war three and unfolds and escalates etc etc i hope your coffee is ready we're going to get into a nice little show this morning thank you dean the bean for the diamond good morning vince good morning to you good to see you good morning to everybody else out there i see you all right well, oh, all right, let's see what we've got going on today. Absolutely insane. Coming up on the election year. Uh, thank you, Army Mom. Oh, my goodness, counting lemons. 27, 29, 30, 34. Okay, thank you so much, Army Mom. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, well, here we are. Seems to be a fairly normal day so far, I think. Nothing crazy unfolding, kind of slow, which isn't bad. You know, I appreciate a little bit of time to breathe. But uh, we do have what is appearing to be the beginning of a financial collapse situation. Things are getting worse and worse. We have the Fed pause rate hikes, but indicate that there's more hikes to come causing the markets not to be incredibly happy and gold to uh, slip a bit. So that happened. Let's take a quick look at the markets. Why don't we? And this morning, the markets continue to slip. The S&P 500 is down almost 1%. The Dow is down 0.45%. NASDAQ down 1.15%. Gold is at $1,938.30. And silver's at $23.56, a bargain. Stocks slide as hawkish Fed preys on hopes. Their stance is uh, described as hawkish. The Fed is not ready to say it's reached a soft landing, former Fred, Fed president. My God. Yeah, banks are in trouble. Banks are in big trouble. Uh, we have Kamala Harris completely out of touch. Do these people even know what the heck's going on? I don't know. Man, let's listen to what Kami Kamala, a.k.a. Dirty Knees, and many other names, has to say about the situation. Touting Bidenomics. They're calling it Bidenflation. Um, what is your take on on the if with prices going up right well first of all i think it's important to to pay attention to the fact that um that prices need to come down in a number of areas but we have been lowering the cost of living for so many people but it's a real issue and um and i take it seriously you're touting oh that's great news did you guys know that they've been lowering the cost of living for so many people? Oh my gosh, I had no idea. No idea. But, uh, good God, what a joke. Um, thank you, 
uh, Army Mom for the 56 lemons. I appreciate it. How? I don't know, Polkadot. I don't know. It's probably just a bold-faced lie. Yeah. What is what is Joe Biden's made-up line about the dog-faced pony soldier? The lion dog-faced pony soldier that nobody knows the origin of? That's Kamala over there on 69 News, which is probably some local news station. I have no idea. They just lie their asses off. Some people watch it and somehow probably believe it. Well, the vice president said that things are cheaper, so they must be cheaper. Why would they lie? They can't lie. They're in charge of the country. How could they lie? Yeah, people are still that, that asleep. Um, well, I have, there's this interesting story about Sand Bankman Freed and development, I suppose. Um, and let's take a quick look at that. I thought it was interesting. It's regarding his mother. Let's see what is being said here. Watcher Guru on Twitter said, Justin, Sam, Bank Sam Bankman-Fried's mom encouraged him to avoid disclosing several illegal political donations using stolen customer funds, FTX lawsuit says. And this lady is just wicked looking. How could she suggest something so nefarious? She looks like an angry, angry, angry woman. Good God. I'm scared. Oh, well, I guess, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Wow. Well. I can't believe it. So much illegal money laundering happening through this and nothing's gonna nothing's happening. Really? We'll see, but good, good, good googly moogly. Get an update from the fighter jet situation yesterday that we haven't had a chance to go over yet. What are they saying about the fighter jet? The one that went missing for almost a day or a day and then they found it and the the wreckage was invisible. Um Breaking, the pilot ejected out of a $100 million F-35 jet that went missing due to bad weather, according to the pilot. The pilot of a $100 million F-35 jet ejected from the plane, stating that bad weather caused him to lose control. It seemed he bailed out before activating the tracking system. A voice on a Charleston County emergency medical services call reported that the pilot couldn't pinpoint exactly where the plane crashed, attributing it to the weather. The pilot has since been discharged. Military officials haven't disclosed the exact reason for the quick exit, simply labeling it as a malfunction. According to the Doppler radar data, at approximately 5.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, heavy thunderstorms were passing in the area, and at, at the time, the announcement was made regarding the missing F-35. So that does add up. Yeah, so who knows? Just odd. Absolutely odd. Maybe it was bad weather. I don't know. I don't know much about jets and weather and... Do they actually have to turn on tracking before they 
eject. I think that seems a little bit rudimentary and that, that it would probably be something built in, but that's just me. I don't know. I don't know the process for ejecting out of a jet. Oh, we've got so much social destabilization, even in my beautiful community here. Uh, but let's talk about this stuff first, and then we'll talk about that. We've got Africans looting a grocery store in a German town plagued by migrant crime. Infowars reported this. This is happening all over the West and maybe more of the world, too. A group of Africans attacked a security guard who confronted them while they looted a grocery store in a town in Germany plagued by criminal migrants. According to reports, the incident unfolded around 8.30 p.m. on Monday night in Soest, located in the state of North Rhine-Westphalia. A security guard at a supermarket in the town observed four men stuffing items into their jackets and bags before attempting to flee the store. The store, de the store detective tried to prevent at least one of the accused from escaping. He was hit with a cloth bag and was that was presumably filled with a bottle. Oof, they hit him with a bottle. A bottle of beer was also thrown at the injured party, which fortunately missed its target. It's unclear if they'll face any charges. Yeah, well, these stores are just going to shutter one by one as people keep stealing from them. You know, this is just not good for society. It benefits one or two or three people. They have a great party. Ha ha, ha ha, he he. Well, what are they going to loot when everything's shut down? Oh, I think I have an idea. Well, if all the stores are closed, where's another place where you could find food, water, uh, products, supplies? Where's another place? If all the stores are closed, where are all of the supplies? Where's all the food? Hmm, let me think. Where where would it be? Um, hmm. Gosh, where would it be? Where would it be? Well, I would imagine you have warehouses for larger corporations and companies, which probably have better security and would require more organized criminals in order to break into and steal from uh, and pirate. So there's that. What else? That seems kind of difficult. What else is more vulnerable? It's, there's no stores. The warehouses have too much security. Where are people going to go? Let me think. Where are they going to go? Anybody have any ideas where they might go? Well, hopefully they don't come to our houses, right? My house, your house, your neighbor's house. Because, I mean, there's a lot of vulnerable people out there. Um, people will go out of town. The organized crime is going to go from the stores to the communities. That's where it's going to go guaranteed and it already is crime is on the rise and guess what the police ain't doing nothing that's right f left md and no you know and no no uh i have no nothing wrong and nothing against the police that are moral and doing their due diligence and good jobs but let's face it so many police officers can only stop so much crime and especially in these corrupt cities that we have with our corrupt governments, they, are, they aren't uh, allowed to do their jobs. So, yep, to a house near you. That's right, man. Hopefully not. But, you know, it's only the natural progression that I see. I guess they shouldn't have defunded the police. I know. 
Let's talk about the U.S. border. This is probably the biggest issue plaguing our country now. It's going to affect the election coming up because they are giving these folks IDs. The U.S. southern border is out of control due to illegal invasion. Let's look at this. The Biden administration is gearing up to give photo IDs to illegal aliens being released into the United States. Gearing up. They've probably been doing this and doing this. Oh, yeah, they're not gearing up. They've been doing this. And here's the proof. Foreigner identification. And I think this is just a kick to the nuts of everybody who's saying, we need elections to have, uh, we need to, you know, have your, uh, what do they call it? Voter ID, right? Voter ID, voter ID. Okay, you want voter ID? Well, we're going to give all the immigrants IDs so they can vote. That's the plan here. So we're going to have to watch these elections. Look what's happened to the once wonderful, thriving, rich Beverly Hills, California. It's effectively a ghost town. This is similar to many cities around the country. I can't hear what you've said Then you said Deserted Deserted Boarded up and deserted Closed 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 Closed, closed, closed. Rite Aid, boarded up and closed. U.S. Bank, or sublease, Brook Brothers, closed. Chipotle, closed. They're all closed. There's nothing to do. In the cities, and this isn't unique to Beverly Hills, it's just interesting being one of these high-class areas. You go to any town or any even small town, and this is the case. I mean, there's a small town near me, and it's just shuttered absolutely shuttered all the old buildings especially in the downtown area are just boarded up you've got people camping outside you've got people on drugs you don't really have much going on there it's you know our country is not you know our country's falling apart every major city and semi considerably sized town do you guys have this around your place because i mean i'm in washington state so it's really bad here luckily i got as far away as from it as i can possibly can be literally i couldn't get any further away from it unless i start swimming in the ocean um or leave the state but i mean this stuff's crazy so even armenia says here uh the insider paper reported that armenia is preparing to receive 40,000 families from Karabakh due to the unrest happening there. It's a developing story and will be updated later. But um, yeah, mass immigration due to these wars that are starting to pop up everywhere is not helping the situation. Willow Bella Bree says, I'm not seeing that in northern Wisconsin. Good. Very good. What would you do if you did see like tent cities popping up and and crime kind of on the rise because i'll tell you that's what we're experiencing here in commie washington state and i'm sure other states as well especially if you are in a city which i would say 
get the hell out of the city. Why are you in the city? This is in, in these times. I mean, it's just I could imagine the danger of living in a city is so much higher than uh, anywhere else. Um, and we, so we have an issue here in my town. I'll talk about that a little bit where once in a while we have tents pop up. Not a lot by any means. We don't have pretty much zero homeless people, but they come in from long and far and they park and, or they, uh, they camp out here and there's even, so there's like a public park right now where there's one, one group of people. I don't know, maybe two or three people. I don't know how many actually I'm going to go over there soon and check it out and maybe ask them what's going on. Like, you know, or, Hey, how you doing? Why are you in a tent? Like what's going on? I I'm just curious. Who are these people? Why are they here? Um, and of course people are up in arms about it, right? Many people are up in arms about it in my community. They're like, hey, there's a sign that says no overnight camping, no overnight parking. Why are they here? Why are they allowed to stay? I saw that the police were there. They didn't do anything. What's going on? And somebody said, well, they can't do anything. They can't do anything. It's just the way this crappy state is. They can't do anything unless they have a solution, basically, is what I heard. So they can't kick them out unless they have something to offer them, like some, I don't know, commie something communist uh some commie free housing or something um and you know right now and then they happen of course outside of the city limits more and closer to seattle and obviously in seattle but uh, the fact that it's leaking over here, I mean, people should be standing up. And I, I honestly think, you know, I'm trying to think of solutions here. Solution number one, awareness, of course. So, uh, of course, I've, I've gone ahead and notified um, journalists about it. You know, get some awareness on people that actually want to report on real things. That's one thing you could do. Get it out in the media or this. Talk about it with other people, right? Talk about it with the community. Clean it up. I want to know what you guys think solutions to this would be. What if, um, you know, in your area of operation, let's call it in your bubble, uh, you have uh, homeless or not homeless necessarily. They might not be homeless. Let's, let's face it. They might be vagrants. They might be willingly uh, living in a tent. They might be, you know, who knows, right? Vagrants or uh, who knows, right? But they could be homeless. Anyway, what would you do? What would you do? I, and I was thinking about this last night. What are the solutions to this? Well, uh, better local governments, uh, which can be, which can only happen if you have large amounts of awareness in your community. So we got to start with awareness, right? Talking about it, blasting it out there across the internet. That's why I want to go over there. I want to film and I want to say, hey, What's up? What are you doing here? Is everything okay? Are you guys all right? You know, what's up? What's your story? I want to know. And also, you know, you can't stay here, right? Like, well, what, 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 what stops communities from let's protest this, right? Let's protest it. Let's all, um, there's various ways you could do civil disobedience and protest this. There's no camping there. Right. And okay. Well, obviously there is camping allowed there if it's not enforced. So, um, hey, do you have a tent? I have a tent. Do you want to go uh, camp and barbecue and have a good time over at that park too? Let's let's go, everybody. B 
big ass party over at this park. Everybody's welcome. We're camping. And this is a protest, all right? Because uh, they say it's not allowed, but apparently it is. We've got people getting their houses broken into, cars getting broken into, children getting kidnapped and trafficked and missing, okay? Um, We've got drug needles being left in areas where children are playing. We've got just, we don't want this in our community, so let's protest it. Why don't we get 50 people down there to confront them and say, get the hell out, get out. This is illegal. You're not welcome here. The uh, police can't do anything about it, but we certainly can get out of here. Clean it up. There's the bus. Get on the bus, get out of here. As a matter of fact, you could leave this here. We'll clean it up for you. Just get out and don't come back because we'll run you out again. Is that crazy look i understand anybody could happen to be homeless and you know things are expensive and shit happens and okay fine i understand but i'm not gonna put up for that in my community what do you guys what would you guys do uh i'm gonna go to the comments real quick um i would be on the police every day about it but then again, I am in a red state. Yeah, well, you know, our police aren't brain dead. They're good people. And I think they understand the situation. Um, definitely need to get on not just the police, but on the mayor and the local government as well. If we get 150 people together and invest in property, we can create our own country. <laughs> seen one panhandler here. And I shoot her away with her little sign asking for money. If someone camped out near me, I would ask them, what's the deal? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people are talking about this on our local uh, community internet pages. And a lot of people defend this. I, I, it's my local community. It's in Washington State. I, I don't want to tell. I don't want to say. Um, but uh, some people are like, this is crazy. This doesn't happen very often. But once in a while, we have this problem. And, you know, what could we do about it? This is terrible, right? Well, other people are like, well, did you even try to talk to them or help them? And they're like, don't you understand how difficult it is, you know, this life? Like a lot of people defend it and they do have a point, you know, maybe they do have a story. Who knows? Uh, Washington State. Um, and we have this problem is so bad here. It is so bad here. They're really cultivating a uh, and encouraging this type of lifestyle of drug abuse and living outdoors and crime and and destroying our cities and and uh, it sucks not here in north idaho you know hmm. thank you shade yeah this is crazy and it's not that bad it's one maybe one tiny group of people right now but it's happened just outside city limits that person got kicked out by the sheriff and they're just like 30 feet away from being in sheriff territory and i'm like you know, is the sheriff the only one who's going to do stuff about this? Because they did do something about the other camper, um, you know, 10 miles away. And not to mention the ones who are at like campsites and stuff. They, they stay there too, especially when the weather's nice, but those will all disappear. So you've got junkies and losers and it's just terrible. So this is why Americans arm themselves because I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be a victim of somebody who uh, can no longer rob the local pharmacy because they're shuttered and closed and they need 
whatever they need food water i no sorry i'm not gonna be a victim annie bean says vince i heard there's a lot of people in their 20s coming to washington and, and oregon to live in vans and cars just like just for fun not necessarily homeless yeah that's what i would call a vagrant and i don't want them in my community as a matter of fact i don't even want a trashy house in my community let alone a van or an rv or something like that parked um i just don't it lowers the the property values for everybody it welcomes unfamiliar faces in the communities uh luckily there's not a lot <laughs> for these people out here it's a very small town so i mean when they're out here they're really roughing it um and they have a hard time getting back into the city but uh, so it, it, it does, it is a deterrent, but I'm just going to show you, I'm just going, I'm just making this prediction here, this crisis, the migrant crisis, the homeless crisis, the drug crisis, all this stuff is just going to get worse and worse and worse until we could reclaim our damn country and get these, this belligerent occupation out and get somebody like Trump back in and begin reshaping this and fixing it and getting people real help. People talk about like, oh, well, you don't care about the homeless. You don't want to help them. Trust me. We want to help all of them. Um, but we're not going to do it in some commie, freaky way that benefits and puts dollars inside of corrupt, corrupt politicians' pockets and all this. No. If we help, we're going to help properly and righteously. Anyway, it bugs me. I'm going to go up there and I'll uh, report back. Yeah. <clears throat> Willow, I'm going to live in another camper I have for winter in northern Wisconsin so I could keep close to my family because of this BS happening. Yeah, there you go. So the difference. Yeah, I mean, ugh, crazy. I live in a camper since my husband passed away, sold our home, and bought land off the grid in Arizona. So that's very cool. I wouldn't mind having a camper. Um, travel a bit. In Chicago, they are turning a facility on the Lake Michigan shore into a shelter for illegals. Hundreds of them. People are pissed. Wow, Annie. That's wild. If you have a story on that, I'd be interested if you could share it or I could look it up later. Wow. Unbelievable. Yep. And if you guys tuned in the other day, I talked about that community in uh Texas that's being built and it could house up to 200,000 people and there's a lot of this sketchy uh a lot of sketchiness around all the buildings going up most of them being mobiles uh double wide or single wide trailers essentially on blocks um and a lot of uh, foreigners involved in that process and that, that's our great state of Texas there Oh, unbelievable. And there is, oh, Nate said there's a tropical storm warning. Hold on a second. Oh, is this going to hit our country? Nate, tropical cyclone, tropical storm warning issued for East Coast. Okay, let's, let's, let's go into this real quick. The storm, the trop, a tropical storm may develop off the coast of the southeast U.S. by Friday. That storm will move north along the eastern seaboard until next weekend. Until the weekend, rather. Sorry, this week. Rain, wind, and coastal flooding will spread up the eastern seaboard, regardless of what the system is called. Oh, fuck. So, east coast, be aware. Um, 
potential tropical cyclone 16 tropical storm warning for norfolk kill devil hills hatteras hatteras Moorhead City, Wilmington, Myrtle Beach, Charleston, Tropical Storm Watch for Myrtle Beach and Charleston uh, up the coast there. So pay attention. Get out of the way if you can. Because it's coming. Thank you so much, Nate. Two to four feet of storm surge, one to three feet in Wilmington and Georgetown. Uh if the peak surge occurs at high tide, so it potentially could be not as bad. It could potentially change as it develops, but thank you, Nate, for that. Um, Myrtle Beach can't catch a break. Yeah. Well, you know, we're... Yeah, anyway. Um, we could be filming this so everybody could see. Yes, Willow, that's exactly what I think I need to do. I see anything, I'm going to film it absolutely yes i'm gonna go make a film and i'm going to approach these people nicely you know hey are you all right what are you doing here why are you in a tent what's going on how long are you gonna be here you know people are upset you're here or i don't know what i'm gonna say maybe i shouldn't say that that gets a little bit hairy but you know i want to know what's going on i want to hear the story and i think that's an okay way to approach it and if they're crazy i'll just run away um and then i'll i'll, I'll hide Anyway, trying to fix these problems. I don't want this to become uh, like what you see in the cities where it's a thousand people or a hundred people and they're setting fires to each other's camps and shooting each other and fighting over drugs and territory and all this stuff. No, not having it. It's going to get squashed before it gets to that point. And uh, otherwise, you're just going to get taken over. It's just simple. It's an army. It's an army. It really is. These people are nuts. Some of them. Literally nuts. Oh, so. I don't like it, y'all. I do not like it. Uncle Duck said, whatever solution is found for the tent cities needs to consider what happened. What happens to those home whose homes the banks will target as traders? Um, what happens to those whose homes the banks will target as traders? Hmm, Uncle Duck, I'm not sure I understand the full your full idea there. So I'd appreciate clarification, but I think you may be onto something. I'm not. I don't know. But I'll tell you, we have something I need to do an, uh, more investigation on um, because it's really complex. Not really that complex, but it's kind of um, it requires some research. But it has to do with housing in my state in particular. And I think you all should be aware of what's going on in your states as well with this. For instance, they were trying to pass something by this time earlier this year, but it got delayed. So it had to do with building with building homes. And basically they wanted people to be required to use certain materials, which were many times the cost of typical materials because of climate change. They wanted other things, other changes made to the building code as well. They got sued and it got pushed out till next year. I want to know. So I, I heard just like through rumors and whimpers and uh, locals that they want to have something done with, um, like multifamily homes, like every lot could be a multifamily home, basically. Uh, 
What does that mean? It means they're going to build duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes. They're going to build a bunch of tiny homes. Um, they're going to build, you know, the minimum square footage of what they can as many times as they can on tiny lots. What does that do to the local uh, prices of real estate? Well, it probably, if you have, you know, a decent normal house, you know, like a little, you have a little family, you're in a little 1200 square foot home, a little two bedroom, two bath. And next door, now you have four 750 square foot units, um, housing people just stacked on top of each other and next to each other. It's no one wants to live. Nobody wants to live next to like these tiny homes or even mobiles and no i know a lot of you live in mobiles and i have nothing against mobiles but if you had a mobile inside of like a really nice gated community it i don't know see it just doesn't work right um there's usually um like class divisions within neighborhoods because of that and I don't know if that's right, if that's wrong or whatever. Maybe we all just need to spread out into the country so we don't have to look at our neighbors. That might be a good idea. And then that none of this really matters. But uh, I don't like it. And so I'm trying to look into this stuff and figure out what the heck actually is going on here. Are they going to pass this stuff? Because this affects everything, man. It affects everything. And then, you know, these big institutions are going to come in, buy all the lots, and build these uh, multifamily homes and move illegals into there with government money and all kinds of shady stuff. When the banks take our homes away because we're MAGA for those of us with mortgages, credit scores and all that. Yeah, I mean, the best thing you could do is keep up with your mortgage payments because the minute you don't, they are going to do that. And anything they can do to, uh... yeah, they will trust and believe that. Um, good morning, Roxy. Good to see you. We have news here. Project Veritas, you know, James O'Keefe used to, uh, he founded it and he was ousted. Well, <clears throat> it's finally happened. The Post Millennial reported Project Veritas ceases operations, lays off all remaining journalists. All investigations halted as of today. Rest in peace, Project Veritas. Good job. You did it. You destroyed Project Veritas. And now James O'Keefe is bigger than ever. Hilarious. All right. Canadians are making a stand. They are sick and tired of the lunacy. No more stand. Some are calling this the largest protest probably since the trucker situation. Leave the kids alone. Um, Wall Street Silver posted about Justin Trudeau and what a radical leader. Uh, can we call him a leader? Belligerent occupier, Fidel Castro Jr. I'm just kidding. I don't know about that, but <clears throat> maybe. Uh, Wall Street Silver said, I think Justin Trudeau is literally the only person on the planet using this alphabet soup of woke. The 2S stands for two-spirit, whatever that is. 
Maybe it is a Canadian thing. Anyone else know what Justin is talking about and where where this came from? I can't keep up with the latest from them. 2SLGBTQI+. Justin Trudeau tweeted, Let me make one thing very clear. Transphobia, homophobia, and biphobia have no place in this country. We strongly condemn this hate and its manifestations, and we stand united in support of 2SLGBTQI plus Canadians across the country. You are valid and you are valued. 2SLGBTQI Okay, look. Look. The people aren't transphobic. The people aren't homophobic. The people aren't biphobic. Which, what is that? Is that you don't you're scared of, of people who are bisexual? Uh, okay, uh, nobody gives a shit. Just it's very simple, actually. It's very very simple. Leave the children alone. You want to be gay and go do your thing. You go as an adult and privately do your thing and have fun and whatever. Cool, good for you. Actually, I don't really care. Don't care to hear about it. Don't care to talk about it. Don't care don't care. However, you go to the school and try to teach it to a toddler. Are you two spirit? Uh, do you feel like you're both genders? No, that's the line. That's the only thing. And it's not a phobia. It's not anything. It's not hateful. Uh, actually it's, it's the opposite of hateful. It's, um, it's concern and care and it's love for the younger generation who has to deal with this psychological warfare on another level that I don't think anybody's ever faced. It's crazy. And it's very simple. It's not coming from a place of hate. It's coming from a place of love. And uh, they they want to twist that and say, no, we're coming from a place of love. No, you're not. You're coming from a place of creep, creepiness and pedophilia and normalizing sexuality for children. That's not, not, not a place of love. That's a place of creepiness. There's a difference. Okay. Thank you, Lori, for the two lemons. And thank you, Annie Bean, for the ice cream. Thank you, thank you. Roxy says, uh, do the alphabet people need Justin Trudeau to validate them? Does that make them feel better? I don't know, man. Uh, it would not make me feel better if you, Justin. Yeah. yeah. People are standing up. Take care of your elderly also. There's a big scam of lawyers. There's a big scam of lawyers taking conservatorship over the elderly. They lose everything families have. Wow, Tam, that's interesting. I would love more info on that. Uh, that's very interesting. Anyway, two-spirit. Two-spirit. Spirit. I don't know, man. This alphabet soup two-spirit thing, two-spirit. It's weird. They bring in this uh, uh, spiritual alphabet soup character. Oh, God. Unbelievable, y'all. Always keep your head on a swivel. Look at this. We're talking about crime today. Three armed felons follow a man home from Dallas Bank after he withdrew a large amount of cash. This is why you always need to carry. 
Yeah, they have three guns pointing at him. They're tapping on his window. And, well, uh, they probably watched him withdraw cash or go into the bank and come out with lots of cash. They followed him home. Did he get away? Ooh, they shoot at him? Oh, my God. Go back. He drives away. Uh-oh. I'm not sure if they shot at him or not. Gosh. Un what a terrible situation. Now they know where you live. They're going to be like, let's get revenge on that guy. You think that guy went and bought a firearm? Always had Unbelievable. That's in Dallas, Texas. Ah, sorry if you hear this. We've got construction going on. Um, what else do we got going on here today? Ooh, a little bit of health stuff. That always depresses me. I'm going to save that for the end. Uh, we'll watch in a second. Uh, Ukraine will get Abrams tanks soon, according to the Pentagon. Syria on the verge of collapse. An article was published. Um, Syria is clearly on the verge of collapse in terms of the economy and humanitarian situation. And there's been protests and all this stuff going on. A really lengthy article written on zerohedge.com if you want to follow this story closer. Um, conceal and carry, they say in the chat. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Anybody with balls and a backbone should carry, said Willow. Um, oh, Soros. <laughs> the Soros Foundation buys up to 23 newspapers in Maine. Maine newspapers. Wow. So they're trying to control the narrative clearly. Newspapers. The National Trust for Local News bought all five of Masthead Maine's daily newspapers, including the Portland Press Herald and the Sun Journal, along with 17 weekly papers. Yeah, Soros. We must print the fake information. They're trying to control the narrative. Um... All right, let's talk about this. Former Pfizer VP Mike Yedon says mRNA COVID vaccines were designed to injure and kill. Ooh, let's hear this. Not that we're surprised. I looked at the Pfizer one. I'll say this too. He's with. Uh, he's on here with Doctor Drew, who in the beginning of the pandemic was, oh, make sure you guys get vaccinated. I think that you should wear a mask. And he's very woke. But I think he's slightly waking up, maybe trying to redeem himself. I don't know. Um, but he, I think he's still sleeping. Uh, a lot, of, Or at least he's shutting the hell up because he's scared of the powers that be that'll take away all of his fame and fortune. But uh, he had this conversation, which is good. Let's hear what is said. When I looked at the mRNA vaccine, I looked at the Pfizer one, the Moderna one, I was horrified. My contention is that there are multiple deliberate 
toxicities built into these materials. And I can. He said multiple deliberate toxicities built in. Multiple deliberate. That means on purpose. I can justify that. I ask your audience to think how is it that their body plays nice with itself, doesn't attack itself unless you're unfortunate and have an autoimmune disease. But normally your immune system, like they're like uh, military personnel. They stay in their barracks, they don't harm you. But when you're infected or you get a cancer maybe, they go to war. And you know the distinction, how it is that your body does that trick. It distinguishes self, all the things inside your body that are meant to be there, it doesn't attack anything foreign anything non-self, it will attack. So when you take mRNA and get human body to make a piece of a foreign organism, ladies and gentlemen, that's not my dog. <laughs> the, when your body is instructed to make a piece of foreign non-human protein, every cell that expresses that is now blaring a signal, I've been invaded. Your immune system goes to war and tries to kill it every single cell that this material goes into. These could never ever be safe for a mass market use. If you just give it to mass populations, they will attack their own cells and kill them. That is the reason why you see dozens of different side effects, because it's one mechanism of toxicity, but expressed anywhere in the body, wherever it happens to land. There are many more concerns, but that's, that's my first top one. And you said this was intentional? Oh, yes. All four companies, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, and Pfizer, all chose the same parts of this so-called COVID-19 virus. They all chose the same parts. They all chose the bit that sticks out the outside called spike protein. So a couple of things here. Um, if I was leading a, a drug discovery team, and I did dozens of times, the chances that my peers in the other company will come up with the same solution is remote to tell to tell the truth. And you would never pick this. Why would you not pick this? We knew from previous work that the spike proteins that stick out from the outside of these microorganisms are biologically active. They can trigger blood coagulation and they are neurally toxic. They should have picked, um, if you believe the story about viruses, and I have significant concerns, but if we just go with the narrative, you would definitely, definitely not pick the part of the virus that is biologically active. And the fact that all four drug companies did it, it's a, it's a black swan event. That's deliberate. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I remember the beginning, beginning of the pandemic, Dr. Drew is like, I have done a lot of work with the magnificent Dr. Fauci. He's a great guy. He really knows everything you need to know about AIDS. And, uh, you know, trust the science, everybody. And then, well, everybody started dying left and right. And, uh, yeah, he's put out some half hazard or some halfway apologetic clips and statements. But, yeah, no. I, how how could you be that asleep? I there's I just can't forgive that from a from anybody. That's a doctor, somebody who's so smart. Gosh, so sad. Um, 
what do we have here? Peter McCullough. Oh, I remember this. Um, so the spiritual thing and, and the two, the alphabet soup two spirit thing kind of reminded me of this too. two spirit, you know, it's got this kind of spiritual connotation, right? And I don't even know what the heck is two spirit. Let's just look it up for the heck of it. Two spirit. Okay. Two spirit. Uh, it's a pan Indian umbrella term used by some indigenous North Americans to describe native people in their communities who fulfill a traditional third gender ceremonial and social role in their culture called coined in 1990s, a primarily ceremonial term requiring community recognition in recent years, more individuals have taken to self identifying as two spirit. So it's an indigenous North Americans term to describe some kind of ceremonial gender thing. So this is, are you telling me this is, this is appropriation. This is cultural appropriation and they are putting it in their alphabet soup. That's hateful. And that is racist. Actually, two spirit is racist. All right. Are you an indigenous? Are you native American? No, you're not two spirit then. Okay. As a matter of fact, you're racist. You're a Nazi. You're a bigot. And I can't believe they're using this. Okay. So this reminds me of this because this is, has to do with religion and spirituality. <clears throat> Peter McCullough said, injection with experimental genetic, unsafe, ineffective, and potentially lethal vaccines is diametrically opposed to the tenets of the most major religions around the world respecting the human body. Dr. Paul Offit says getting vaccinated is the religious thing to do. Really? It's the religious thing to do, folks. If you want to go to heaven, inject yourself with this experimental mRNA jab. I would argue that, that a religious exemption to vaccination is a contradiction in terms. I mean, religions teach you to care about your children, care about your family, care about your neighbor, to take responsibility for being a member of society. I think that, that a choice not to get a vaccine based on religious grounds is 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 an incredibly unreligious thing to do. I mean, you said it on this program before that public health is about caring about society and, and, and that's what, what religion also teaches you. So they should be in theory aligned with each other because I would argue that, that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the ironic thing is all the research and all the people coming out there saying that it suppresses your VMAT 2 gene or your VMAT, what is it, VMAT 2? Your gene that basically is like your spirituality center and that gets switched off and people are like, after I got jabbed, I just felt disconnected with God. Oh, the religious thing is to do is to completely disconnect yourself from God and logic and reason. Yeah, right. Oh, Lordy, you know, they just do the polar opposite of the truth and they just lie, lie, lie until the end. Lie, lie, lie until the end of the world. Hopefully not, but that seems like what's happening, huh? Gosh, you guys, I'm sorry for such a doom and gloom show, but you know, the country is 
like Trump says, in decline. And unless we start standing up, stepping up, yelling from our soap boxes and doing what we need to do, this stuff is just going to keep on happening. And the best thing we can do is just be a small deterrent. Each of us be a deterrent to this creepy globalist agenda and uh, destabilization of our communities, states, and country. And, well, the world at large. So we do what we can, right? We do what we can do, and we continue on with our days, drinking our coffee and doing our things. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be live again tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time with the Daily Dose. So tune into that. Um Join the Social Red Pill, socialredpill.com, our private social network, socialredpill.com. You could also subscribe or enter your email in at redpills.tv to make sure you can keep in touch with us all of the time. You will get one email per weekday before the Daily Dose, letting you know what the heck is going on. And also with all of the recaps from previous shows, just enter your email at redpills.tv. That helps us keep in touch with you. It helps you keep in touch with us in case of any censorship or crazy events that occur. And we appreciate everybody who signs up there. Uh, you can also find all of our sponsors at social at redpills.tv, redpills.tv. All of our sponsors, whether it's health-related, buying gold and silver-related, um, Patriot Supply, My Patriot Supply, uh, which is preparations prepping long-term food storage this kind of thing water filtration um and also what else what else uh i'll just you know check it out redpills.tv catch y'all tonight thank you for tuning in thank you for all the donations and support i appreciate you all more than you know take care god bless and godspeed Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.